welcome welcome to our very second episode and a merry christmas to you i hope you all had a wonderful christmas two weeks ago i shared a little bit about myself and how my immigrant story started you know i am very super grateful to you all uh, those that left amazing review and your wonderful feedback if you haven't subscribed you can do that right now and hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening in and also don't forget to follow me on my social media page on facebook instagram and twitter at entwine would be so let's get started last week you remember because of flight booked through agency we all had to go on different days you know we all couldn't travel together and that was a bummer today i would also be sharing the rest of my journey and most of my first in this new unexplored land my first day of school my first flight my first food first social gathering you know first train experience and many first to begin here is a quote from Ruth Carter Stepentine he says Christmas is most truly Christmas when we celebrate it by giving the light of love to those who need it you know Christmas is a time to spread love tell the person you care I know it's been a difficult year for each and every one of us. So give that love to somebody. And somebody will in turn give it to you. Wishing you all a very Merry Christmas. And I hope this episode spreads some love to you. So get on to this episode. You know we booked with an agency I don't know if any of you can relate to, you know, booking flights through agencies and your experience towards that. You know, let me know on my Instagram or social media page your experiences about this. For me, I did not have a fun experience. In fact, we had issues. They told us our tickets are like booked on different days. That's my dad and my mom and myself and my sister. We were booked on completely different days. My dad and my mom would leave. Then my sister would leave the next day. And I would leave the next next day. So yeah, it was not fun. It was like, um, I personally wasn't too elated. I remember having to say goodbye to my parents. That I was going to see the next, like the third day. We could only follow them to a certain point. We couldn't even stay with them at the wedding gate. So it is not a fun experience. And then the custom officers did their thing in which I'm not really going to share much about. If you want me to share this or airport experiences in general, let me know in the comments. When we were going back to our friend's place, I remember um, just boiling, like cheering up in Lagos thick traffic. And I remember my family friends who I called uncles telling me, um, why are you crying? You're going to see them the third day. 
your sister isn't even crying i know right i was supposed to be the elder sister and you know not feel bad about this or feel any emotions and that is not even the first time you know i'm gonna like leave my parents you know, I went to boarding school from my middle school to high school. I went to another country to learn French. I don't even know why I was crying. I think it was just the emotion that the vision I had that we were going to travel together as family. You know, going to a new country, not going uh, alone on many hours trip. And I think just the emotions that I was feeling at the time. And that was how my American journey started and the bed of my entwine with B podcast. So it was my first traveling alone across the Atlantic Ocean. Before the plane ride, I checked through customs and it was okay, except someone asking me, like, um, is there something for the boys? <laughs> and I told him, I was like, um, I'm a student. And there is nothing for the boys. You know, you can also let me know what you think about this and your experience with this if you have ever been, you know, asked something like this. You know, navigating my way through finding my plane ticket, my plane flight, I mean, wasn't too hard. It really helps, you know, when you ask questions, you know, when you're lost or unfamiliar with a place. Which I did. I asked questions, you know, to navigate my way. Then I got to my waiting gate. And I remember playing games on my phone, you know, just waiting for when the flight was to depart, the departure time. I didn't know how long the flight was. So, you know, I just got on the plane. And I remember me trying to, like, figure out how to do my seatbelt. And the lady beside me was just so kind enough to show me how. She was just generally nice. I mean, she didn't really like talk or try to probe. Like, what are you going to do? Or where are you going to? You know, she just helped me when I needed assistance. And I think one of my memorable experiences flying was trying to order for food on the plane ride. On Delta Airline then, I remember trying to understand the menu, and I couldn't, so I just said, oh, I would, you know, order what the lady order. And I remember getting to Chicago then, and my mom saying the same thing of how she, on Trotter plane ride, she just said, oh, I'm going to order what this person beside me ordered, because, you know, we couldn't understand the menu. We just generally couldn't, like understand you know what some meals meant so it's good to be smart you know sometimes (laughs) another thing i did remember was you know watching movies throughout the flight i my eyes were tired we had a stopover in dubai and when we got there i was really really exhausted that my eyes were just like closed by themselves you know when your eyes are really tired and you don't even know how you can see that was my experience so advice when you're traveling long flights please 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 
get some sleep, even if it's like ten minute, one hour, two hours. Just try to like rest your eyes, because me not doing that really showed in the sense that I was just really not in the right mindset. Like I was so tired. I still had to wait. Maybe I can't remember how many hours it was. Maybe six, eight hours at Dubai airport, waiting for the next flight to Chicago, and it was just pretty exhausting. I couldn't sleep because I was scared of my luggages and suitcases. I didn't want to, like, you know, just sleep and leave those alone. Why waiting for my next plane ride? I was trying to understand my flight ticket, especially, you know, with the time difference. I was confused, not sure what I was doing. I was not sure if I was doing the right thing or if I'm at the right place. I mean, I knew the hours my next flight would leave, but it was hard navigating. You mostly don't go wrong asking questions i mean you might receive some main feedback but then questions up to be in the right direction so i did try to sit in a place you know for a time i knew i had maybe six hours stopover and of course i was restless i i wasn't comfortable while sitting down for those six hours i you know, because I wasn't sure what I was doing. Then I went to the customer service representative. I showed them my ticket and they told me what gate I had to go to and the trains I had to take. Anyway, I was just, you know, taking my luggage around with me and was checking around the airport. And I, like I said earlier, my eyes were really tired and I couldn't really you know enjoy the sights the Dubai airport which is really sad which could have been preventable if I had closed my eyes for some minutes or some hours on the flight so came the time to go board the next flight going to O'Hare International Airport I just remember walking miles and miles and I wasn't even sure if I was doing the right thing. It was just funny, like, you know, when you don't know where you're going to, but then you're just following directions and thinking, yeah, it is what it is. I was just thinking, am I doing the right thing? Am I in the right place? So I got to the gate and there were a lot of people waiting at the gate already. And because we were moving from Dubai to the United States, we had to check in with immigration officers. In the plane ride, I had fairly the same experience, but this time, you know, I did get some sleep. I definitely got some sleep. When I got to O'Hare International Airport, of course, I had to check in again with immigration officers because we were coming in from another country, and that was one of the longest physical line I had ever been on. Like the line was so long, we I think I stood hours in that line, you know, just to check into to Chicago. Then, then I got outside the airport, and my family, um, no, my dad, 
was waiting for me and of course I was happy to see him. So that was my first plane ride to the United States. So let me know. I was yours. I was your first plane ride. I was your first travel experience to a new country or to different countries. Your stopover, how you navigated, things you did, you know, in flight, whether you watched movie, whether you read books, you know, let me know in the comment below. Within 24 hours of getting to the United States, I had my first social gathering. We went to a barbecue and this was during the summer. But for me, it was cold. This was mid-August. But for moi, it was very, very cold. And everyone was really welcoming. I didn't really have much to say because we were pretty new. I remember eating some meat and corn and just barbecue stuff. And people there really interacted mostly with my parents and not with us. So I didn't really have much experience with that social gathering. Now to my first school experience. Of course, before then we made inquiries and I started at a community college. Before then, I had to take the SAT and the ACT, so I am eligible to apply to college. My first class experience was a really interesting one. I remember getting a class and there were about 25 to 30 students. And this was a social science class. In the class, the professor shared the syllabus and of course, all of these were new to me. You know, I didn't really have no experience of reading a syllabus. I didn't know what a course objective was. You know, the class rules like class policies or um, missing class policies or grading policies. I wasn't used to all of these things. So I just had to like, you know, take a step down, try to understand like what is going on Mind you, I was also battling with, you know, trying to hear what people were saying. It was hard for me to understand the American accent. And it's still one of my struggles today. The same first day in class, the teacher told us we were going to be changing our class because the class was too small for us. But at this time, I did not understand. I did not hear him. And I definitely was paying attention. <laughs> the next day, I went to the same class. And alas, nobody was there. I was early. Nobody came. Five minutes to the start time, you know, I started getting worried. Why is nobody here? What is happening? And fortunately, one of the students came and was like, Oh yeah, I think they changed the class that we had to go to a bigger class and I was like ah oh, okay at least now I have someone to you know guide me and we went to the bigger class the professor secured so that was my first class school experience in general for my first semester I spent most of my evenings in the library reading textbooks I was in this school for I was in the community college for roughly three months because it was hard for me to hear what the professors were saying, I had to rely on textbooks. 
and read line by line while trying to balance you know this new educational system experience and coming to WSU where I graduated my BSc another memorable first experience were my first emails to professors because coming from Nigeria the culture is really big in respect it was so strange to me name calling you know students call professors by name instead of using professor or instructor or doctor for a long time in my first semester i used sir and ma like when sending emails or addressing people with miss or mister this is really a good thing it's good to have respect but at the same time you have to be really careful of the culture you have to be respectful of the culture in which you know you're trying to gain an experience you have to leave the culture try to understand why are they doing this why are they calling themselves names instead of using appellations you know and it was really hard for me even till today still but then i it's the part of the balancing aspect I remember my English professor specifically told me, don't you serve for me? And it was funny. And at the same time, it was shocking. You know, I'm certainly grateful for the opportunity you know, to learn various cultures and understand them. To end on a light note, uh, another thing that I do and still kind of do is converting my currency, my, like, Nigerian currency naira to USD to dollars while trying to buy something and I think it's mostly everyone's habit I remember even when I traveled to Benin Republic or when I went to Jamaica I did the same thing I still you know had to convert whatever currency I had with me at the time I still converted it to like try to know the equivalence to the new country that I'm visiting. And I'm sure many people have that experience, like when you travel at our own vacation or going for a conference or, you know, in whatever capacity it is. Like when we buy food, we buy clothes or we take trains, anything. We find ourselves, you know, trying to convert, like how much am I spending if I were to be in my home country. And I would really, really love to hear your experience about this. If this is just me or if this, you know, cut across the board, let me know in the comments below. So that's all going to be my first for today's episode. And of course, like throughout my podcast journey and me sharing my experience, I'm definitely, you know, going to be sharing some of my first and my experience in general so in two weeks time i am going to be talking to two amazing individuals who are going to be sharing their first experience and you know just listening to that experience and if you can relate to it and how they navigated their way you do not want to miss this so come back in the next two weeks for an amazing time. This episode of Entwine has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more content on how to navigate life as an immigrant. 
and don't forget to rate and review so I can continue to bring you the next best content. Talk to you soon.